Greetings, I'm Noel Deere. Welcome to today's Daily Devotion. I hope these next few minutes will encourage you as you seek to learn God's Word and abide with Christ. Our focus today is John chapter 1, verses 14 through 18. And we come today to one of the most significant verses in the entire Bible. In fact, some people suggest that the first four words of John 1.14 are the most profound words ever written. Let's read that verse. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we observed his glory, the glory as the one and only son from the father, full of grace and truth. It says the word became flesh, and that expresses the reality that the incarnation, in the incarnation, God took on humanity. It tells us that the infinite has become finite, that eternity has entered time, that the invisible has become visible, that the creator entered his creation. Now let's break that down. It begins by saying the word became. Now, the word becoming does not mean that the word ceased to be the word. God became fully man, yet God remained, Jesus remained fully God. And we see that confirmed throughout scripture. But I think of Colossians 2.9, which says, For the entire fullness of God's nature dwells bodily in Christ. So it says the word became flesh flesh, real flesh. And in fact, John emphasizes that throughout his gospel. In John 4, 6, he'll talk about Jesus uh, growing weary. In uh, John 4, he also talks about Jesus being thirsty. He talks about Jesus groaning, Jesus weeping, Jesus bleeding, Jesus thirsting on the cross, Jesus dying. Jesus became real flesh. And then it says in this verse that he became flesh and he dwelt among us. The word dwelt there, the original word, means to pitch your tent. So not only did Jesus become flesh, but he lived in flesh with us. Jesus desired to be flesh and to be near us. Now, there's some heresy that pops up uh, when people begin to talk about Jesus the word, the word was with God and the word was God. And then verse 14, the word became flesh. So some suggest that Jesus came to dwell in a man. He did not himself become a man. He just simply dwelled within a man, possessed a man, so to speak. But no, John clearly says here, the word became flesh. Now, others have suggested that Jesus just appeared like a man. He didn't actually take on human form. It just looked as if he did. Well, what it says here is that the word became flesh. Others have suggested that God simply chose a man and God made that man his son, adopted that man, and that man then became his son. But no, uh, we've seen already in John that the Word was with God and the Word was God. In the beginning, the Word was already there, and then the Word becomes flesh. Now, why is this important? Well, if Jesus did not become flesh, if he did not become a person, then he could not have been tempted. If Jesus did not become a person, he could not then be the example that we need as a man who resisted temptation. 
And most importantly, if Jesus did not become a person, he could not have died, and he could not have died for people. The incarnation is amazing because of why God became man, so he could die for our sins. Now, the verse ends by speaking uh, the uh, of Christ as the word uh, uh, full of grace and truth. Jesus Christ was the full expression of God's grace and the full expression of God's truth. He was the expression of God's truth in that he revealed fully what the Old Testament only revealed partially. Let's read on. Verse 15, John testified concerning him and exclaimed, this was the one of whom I said, the one coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. So this is John the Baptist that John the Apostle is referring to. And, um, well, he points to just some chronological facts. Jesus was born six months after John the Baptist. Jesus' public ministry began after John the Baptist's public ministry. Yet John the Baptist says that Jesus ranks higher because Jesus existed before. It's it's uh, John's way, both John the Apostle and John the Baptist, it's John's way of pointing to the eternal existence of Jesus. Jesus, though he was born after me, existed before me. Look at verse 16. Indeed, we have all received grace upon grace from his fullness. There is no limit to God's grace, grace upon grace. Verse 17, for the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Now, the law represented God's standard of righteousness, and the law taught us this is right and this is wrong, and the, and the law showed mankind that they couldn't do what was right. Grace, says the law and grace, grace exhibited God's attitude toward human beings who found that they couldn't keep that law, and that attitude was depicted in the person of Christ. And that that might not be super clear, but it's uh, but the next verse gives it clarity. Let's read. No one has ever seen God, the one and only Son, who is Himself God and is at the Father's side. He has revealed Him. Now this means much more than just the fact that no one has physically seen God. Uh, the way God reveals Himself. The way God reveals his heart, his character, his attitude, his grace, his mercy, his love, his wisdom, the way God reveals himself to us is through the person, the words, and the actions of Jesus. That's one of the reasons why Jesus is called the Word of God. And so if we want to see God, we look to Jesus. If we want to see God's character, we look at Jesus' character. If we want to see God's grace and mercy, we look at the grace and mercy of Jesus. And Jesus said it this way. I love this passage. John chapter 14, verses 7, 7 8, and 9. I'm, I'm, I'm taking out the middle part here to make it more simple, but listen. Jesus said, if you know me, you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. Jesus says, you've seen God. You've seen the Father. Why? Because you've seen me. He goes on to say, the one who has seen me 
has seen the Father. Jesus is the expression of the heart, the wisdom, the grace, mercy, and the character of the Father. Friends, thanks for watching or listening today. If you're on YouTube, please hit the like and subscribe buttons. That helps us get the word out. Search for Pastor Noel's Daily Devotion on your favorite podcasting app. More info at noeldeer.com. Uh, I hope you have a great day as you seek to abide in Christ. <music>